Hey, sexies, it's Hannah coming at you um, with the, this week's episode. Um, I want to actually start by saying thank you to everyone who continues to support the podcast and listen and be a part of our the group. Um, as you might have noticed, there has been a lot of change that's happening. Um, podcast episodes aren't coming out on the dot every Wednesday like they were. And you've probably noticed that um, I'm running the show now. Um, and I guess I didn't ever think to explain it on here. So um, both Amanda and Adrian did decide to step down from the podcast um, and I didn't want to let something so special go. So I decided to keep it going. So if you were, you weren't aware of that, now you know. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for continuing to listen and support. Um, yeah. So my name's Hannah Gray. Uh, pronouns are she and they. And today I'm going to be solo. And I don't think I've ever done a solo podcast ever. So this will be fun talking to myself. Um, and I thought this was a very important episode to do right now. Um, not necessarily go, it doesn't necessarily go along with like the whole generation sex um, kind of topics that we would typically talk about. But I, I kind I mean, I think it works. Okay. So I'm going to be talking about self-care tips for um, this current state of the world. So I don't think anyone doesn't know about what's going on, but obviously coronavirus, COVID-19 um, is causing havoc on the world. And so social distancing is a thing right now and quarantining is a thing as well. So a lot of us are stuck at home and I mean, originally they were saying weeks, but let's be honest, uh, I'm doing a lot of my own research and it's looking like it's going to be more like months. So I think having self-care tips for this time is really crucial and really important. Um, I'm not going to say I'm an expert at this topic, but uh, self-care is something that I pride myself on and um, and I got a lot of good notes for you guys, you all. So I'm excited for this episode and I hope, really hope it can help people during this time. Be right back. Hey, sexies. I'm excited to bring you some really cool information um, and a couple reminders for you. So first reminder, we have an amazing uh, Facebook group called Generation Sexies with three X's. You should look us up on Facebook and join our group. We have a lot of different things we do every day. We have a Meme Monday. We have a Lude Tuesday. Lude's Day Tuesday where we share pictures. We have a hump day uh, sexy stories thread. Um, on Thursdays, we do Thirst Trap Thursday, another picture day, Feedback Friday, um, Social Support Saturday. So if you're going through something, um, you can get some advice and social support. And then on Sundays, we do our booty pictures. So make sure you're in our group. You obviously don't have to share on all those threads, but it's really cool community um, where you can be free to be yourself. So definitely join us there. 
We also have a amazing Patreon, which we would love for you to uh, check out. It's patreon.com slash generation sex with three X's. Um, I do something called the Slut Diaries where um, you could get erotica, you could get a sexy story. There's a lot of nudes on there. Um, It's just a really fun place to kind of get some content daily, once a week, three times a week, totally up to you. So check out the Patreon, figure out which level matches what you want. Um, And kind of what the Patreon does is it supports me and doing this podcast um, and it supports just the podcast in general. So I definitely appreciate it, obviously, and any support will help. Um, So thank you so much for that. And yeah, that's all the updates for today. I hope you're enjoying the show. Talk soon. All right. So, um, so this time is going to be different for everyone because obviously not everyone is in the same living situation. Um, so some of you live with people, maybe your family, maybe partners, maybe kids. Um, it really, obviously this experience is going to be so unique per person. I can't speak to every, every single person's experience. Um, however, I'm going to give you my tips and tricks, um, to hopefully help you. And then you're going to have to like assess your situation and figure out what works best for you. So the first thing I do want to talk about though, is if you do live with people, um, it is so important to discuss how alone time works. Alone time, especially right now, is going to be so crucial. You need to unplug. You need to unwind. You need to have that self-care time. So in my instance, it's me and uh, Adrian. So, um, or Adrian and I. (laughs) Um, So how, I mean, he is currently working. So we don't really have to worry about alone time per se. But uh, this weekend, we thought that he might be out of his job out of his job and we were waiting to hear back and so we thought like hey we're going to at least have till Thursday um from uh Saturday to Thursday uh with just us so we were trying to figure out how we will implement alone time so maybe one day i hang out in the living room and then to get his alone time he goes into the spare bedroom or the bedroom um, to have some alone time just really making sure you're communicating with the people you live with and making sure you have that time to yourself Um, Also, figuring out some boundaries as well. It's really important. Um, Boundaries are important across the board all the time, Um, but especially during this period of time, it is so essential for us to um, make sure we're reassessing where we're at, making sure we are um, really taking care of ourselves and the people around us. So um, boundaries are going to be huge. Also, just like sharing housework um, and just making sure you're working together. Obviously, if you live alone, this doesn't necessarily apply. Um, and I, I do want to shout it out to those people who are living alone because this is going to be a completely different experience for them and even more isolated than folks who have people in their home. So I do want to talk about like isolation a little bit as well um, and the trauma that comes from being isolated. And we have to be real here. Like the prison system uses isolation to punish people. So obviously isolation is not healthy. It's not 
something that's going to bring forth um, amazing feelings for us. This is something that, and I guess I'm going to go on a little rant here just to talk about our situation and be real. So, I mean, most of us, probably all of us, but I don't want to speak for everyone, have never experienced something like this before. Something where our access to going to a restaurant, going to the movies, um, being able to go to a friend's house, going on a date. um, For most people, that's never been taken away from them. So basically, like having a whole new living experience kind of just drop on us out of nowhere um, is really difficult. And there's a lot of like trauma involved with it. And there's a lot of um, self-care that needs to happen because this is such a wild situation. Um, And no one ever really expected this. I mean, I've been tracking this for months. Whoa, cool. Thanks, computer. (laughs) Enjoy that weird sound. Um, Thankfully, I've been tracking this for months um, when it was like back in like January, early January. So I did know this was going to happen. I hoped it didn't, but I did see it coming. But I'm I'm not going to lie. It didn't really help my experience. It did make it so I was more prepared. I already had like canned items. I already had some toilet paper, um, stuff like that before everyone started freaking out. So that was nice. However, I'm still, I, I felt like I was like slapped across the face. Um, like one day I was able to go do whatever the next day, everything was shut down and taken away. So, um, I think like we need to be really honest with ourselves. Um, and also like give ourselves the space and room to hold where we're at because isolation and complete change of life, sudden change of life is hard and it is really difficult to deal with. So I want you to be able to like realize that your feelings are valid, whatever you're experiencing right now, whether that's depression, anxiety, um, dread, um, existential crisis, whatever it is, um, it's valid and just hold that and just know like this is a traumatic experience and how you're handling it, it's okay. Um, and you're fine. Like it's going to be fine. Um, so, whew, this is such a heavy topic, y'all. Like, ah, uh, um, and I guess before I, I mean, I, I kind of just feel like spewing information and, and sharing a little bit of vulnerable, uh, vulnerability with y'all, um, from my perspective of this situation. Um, so just so you all realize, like, we're, we're all struggling. And a lot of people tell me when they meet me or they see my online presence, they see me as this, like, really big personality. And, like, these are other people's words. Um, And like very confident and lively and stuff like that. And I really appreciate that. Um, And it always surprises me though. I feel like, I don't know, because I just like look at myself as this little bean. Um, And like a lot of people, I mean, I'm very like raw and vulnerable online. I share a lot. Um, And 
something I've experienced through the situation that we're going through right now is I my mental health has completely everything like stuff that I was like in remission from I would I I use these words I don't know if people will approve of them but that's just the words I use for myself so if it confuses you I'm sorry um like I felt like I was in remission for a lot um because I in my experience with trauma I I personally have PTSD PTSD complex PTSD um to add a little twist to that. And through that experience of having CPTSD, I have had many different symptoms uh, arise. So like depression, anxiety, OCD tendencies, stuff like that. And that's all under the umbrella of my complex PTSD. So I've had times in my life where um, the trauma was happening and my symptoms were very intense. Um, and then I've had times where my symptoms weren't weren't that intense. And like um, the, probably the worst that I've ever been was back in like 2014 when my cousin passed away tragically. Um, and my mental health took a really bad turn for the worst. And I had such crippling anxiety that I couldn't even get in my car without my parents checking the car first. And I, I don't know. So, um, I haven't had these symptoms really come up for me in since like 20, well, I would say maybe like 2015 ish. Um, so it's been five years or so since I've had really, really, really difficult times in my mental health. And I, I've had spurts here and there. That's how mental health works. Um, it's never this like linear thing. But I I was feeling really down on myself for a few days last week. Um, and I was like really mad at myself because a lot of these symptoms started to come to fruition again for me. And I I was mad. I was pissed off at myself because I let it happen, quote unquote, you know? And like, we're our own worst enemies most of the time. So like the way I was talking to myself, the way I was treating myself was like so mean. Like if my, if my best friend or someone I cared about told me, hey, I relapsed in um, my symptoms and, um, I'm struggling right now with my mental health. I would never be like, wow, how did you let that happen? I would never talk to someone like that. Um, but I was telling myself that and I was really upset because um, specifically, like I'm not going to go into detail because I have a lot of shame around it, but I have OCD tendencies and um, I mean, obviously one of those has to do with like germs and like, like feeling like my hands are vibrating. Um, if I like touch something, I can't wash my hands instantly. Like that's something I've struggled with for most of my life. Um, and obviously with a pandemic happening right now, like that hasn't been ideal for me and my hands are so fucking dry <laughs> and I can't get any relief for that. Um, but, uh, one of my OCD tendencies is I scratch and, um, my body so it is a form of self-harm um, and it's always a specific part of my body and I literally did it for I think it was like five years straight 
Um, and probably about two years ago or so, um, I, or like a year and a half, I don't even know. Uh, I finally went into, yeah, I think it was like a year and a half ago. I don't know. I finally went into remission for that. Like I finally stopped and I would do it multiple times a day, every day for years and years and years. And I stopped and I was so proud of myself. And I, oh, so unfortunately past week, uh, last week I started itching again and, um, it created so much shame. Um, and I mean, I'm still struggling with it, but I'm definitely a lot less mean to myself now. Um, but yeah, like, oh, shit's real. And I'm sure a lot of you are experiencing a lot of the same stuff too. And, um, yeah, so I was vulnerable and I'm like, crap, I'm supposed to be talking about self-care, but I want you to see like everyone's struggling, um, and you're not alone. And maybe you are alone physically right now or feeling so lonely in this like deep isolation and pain from being isolated from your friends, from your loved ones, from your family. Um, I feel it too. Trust me. I wish I could just go hang out with my friends and, um, yeah. And it's difficult too being polyamorous <laughs> because, um, obviously I share a space with my nesting partner, Adrian and my husband, but like I have a girlfriend and I have, um, friends with benefits and stuff like that. And it's like, I can't see them. Um, and obviously friends and family and stuff. Like I can't just hop in my car, drive 10 minutes and see the people I love. They're so close but they're so far. And I know I'm not alone in feeling that. So I just wanted to share kind of how I'm, I'm struggling. So maybe you, you can feel a little less lonely. Um, okay. (laughs) So tips. Um, first off, if you can, um, therapy is so important. Um, I personally lost my job and I don't know, how I'm going to pay my bills, but I'm going to figure it out. Thankfully, Adrian is still going to be working, but I see a healer for my therapy and it's pretty expensive and I'm able to just make it kind of work um, most of the time. And I'm just like so scared I'm not going to be able to make it work for the next how many, however many months. Um, but if you have access to it and if it's affordable for you um, and if you are already going to therapy, try not to like let this stunt that. Um, and if it does, I I think it's so important to continue to work with yourself, um, in the way your therapist was helping. Um, and just, I don't know, I don't like journaling and I mean, I don't know the type of relationship people have with their therapist. Personally, I can text mine. Um, So maybe trying to figure out some way to keep that communication um, there for you and figure out something that works, maybe a payment plan. Just don't give up too easily um, and try to make it work. Um, Something else I really, really recommend is finding a routine. Um, And actually, before I even talk about this, I want to make sure I, I touch on this note. Something that 
our society is so prone to is like autopilot and this motion of like go, go, go all the freaking time. Um, and we never stop. Like literally we never have a chance to just be and be present in the moment. In a lot of ways, the situation is allowing us to just be. A lot of us don't have jobs. A lot of us are, I mean, hopefully everyone should be in isolation. Um, a lot there's a lot more room for us to just be. And I think that's another reason why a lot of people are struggling. Um, It's because we're always going and going and going and always on autopilot. And a lot of the times we use this busy lifestyle to hide from what's going on underneath and um, to avoid issues, to avoid struggles, to avoid um, thinking about things. And Life is on pause for a lot of us. Um, So a lot of these things are probably coming to surface now and it's like very hard to deal with because there's less distractions and you're doing less. So I think it's also important to, to just relax and just be because most of us don't even get vacations. Most of us are working constantly, constantly on the go, constantly doing something allow yourself some time to relax. It's okay. Like literally two days ago, all I did all day was read a book and eat food. That's it. Did I feel a little guilt? Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm in fucking isolation. I'm allowed to read my damn book and eat my damn food and not give a shit. So yes, I could have been cleaning the house all day. Yes, I could have taken care of things that I've been putting off. Yes, I could have recorded this podcast two days early, but I gave myself a break. Because not not many of us get breaks. So allow this some time to just be with yourself, even though I know that might be scary for some of you. Um, and if it's healthy, maybe and if it's not healthy right now, maybe ease into it a little bit. But finding a routine is gonna be really important. Um, just because a lot of our routines we're all fucked with. Um, so personally, right now. Um, I'm still waking up early. I'm a morning person. Um, I try to wake up 7, 7.30 every day. Um, my job as a baker, I'm up at 4.45 every day. So yes, I'm sleeping in um, technically. Uh, so finding a routine, I'm still setting an alarm just because I don't want to sleep all day. If that's something you want to do and that's how you are having self-care, that's totally fine. If that's how you're dealing with the situation, totally valid. Um, but I'm personally just, that's my routine. 7, 7.30, um, I'm up and I am making coffee and breakfast. And that is my routine right now. And then I sit on my couch and then I figure out what I'm going to do. Um, that's my routine. <laughs> and then I, like, obviously I make lunch and then I make dinner and I go to bed. Um, figure out what works for you. What works for me isn't going to work for you. Maybe you need to plan more stuff than that. Maybe the day before you need to be like, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to paint. Tomorrow I'm going to watch TV. Tomorrow I'm going to uh, read my book. I'm personally someone who I'm like, I have all this free time. I'm going to feel what I want in the moment and I'm going to fill that time. So that's what I'm personally doing. But finding something that works for you, when it gets a little nicer out, I do plan on like going outside and stuff like that. Um, okay. Another tip is staying informed. So, um, making sure, I mean, obviously it's not easy to hear about COVID-19, um, and 
aka the coronavirus, all the freaking time. If you're on social media, you're noticing everything's about about COVID-19. Um, it's important to stay informed with um, information that's actually going to be productive. So um, I know uh, the governor of New York is going live every single day for a press conference to give information. Uh, personally, I found that information very informing um, and trustworthy. I also um, am, I watched the uh, Red Table Talk with Will Smith um, and his family, and it was so infor- informational, and I really recommend everyone to go watch it. It's like 45 minutes long, but what better else to fill your time um, by getting informed? And they uh, they interview a expert, and they also have someone who has coronavirus um, interviews her. And then they also had uh, listener questions as well. It was so good. And there was so much clarity in there, like how it spreads, um, new symptoms, like all these different things, like timeline things, vaccine information, stuff like that, that I didn't even know I need clarity around. Um, I found so much clarity and I'm very informed with this. Um, It's important to stay connected with information because we want to make sure that we are... um, we're, I just think it's important. You don't need to consume everything about COVID-19. And that's another point I have, like social media limits. If you are someone who gets overwhelmed really easily by all of this information, then making sure you're setting some time away from your phone. Um, but personally, I like to have all the information. Um, and so like I, I kind of let it come in for me. Um, and then, but sometimes it is too much for me. And I notice like in my body that like, I just like don't feel safe or my chest is like so tight, um, for my anxiety and I'm, I'm like having shallow breaths and stuff like that. So I'm kind of just like listening to my body and if it becomes like way too much and my anxiety is going through the roof, I set my phone aside, I'll put music on, I'll like distract myself in some way. Um, but I think staying informed is really important, especially something like this, um, because you want to make sure you are paying attention uh, and making sure your resources are quality. Um, that's always an issue, but I think it's especially an issue right now because there's a lot of misinformation going around. Um, okay. Self-care stuff. So what I need y'all to do is grab some pen and paper maybe use your phone. I don't know what you need. Um, but, or if you don't have any of this available right now, uh, do this at a later time. Pen and paper, whatever you're using, I want you to just sit there and I want you to write down things that make you feel good. Like actual things you can do. So for me, I, something that makes me feel good is taking a bath. Something that makes me feel good is reading. Um, Something that makes me feel good is taking a walk, drinking a cup of tea, uh, cooking a meal, anything. So write, make a list, okay? And um, have this list readily available for the times when you need some self-care. Sometimes when you don't know how to fill your time, but you need something that is going to be good for your soul. Have this list available so you you know what to do in those times. Um, I did this like so long ago, many, many years ago, and I still have it and I still reference it. Um, and it's really great. 
Um, another one is like putting music, like, you know, you, I'm sure everyone does, but like I do. Um, I have like maybe four or five songs that like literally every time they're on, I cannot help but move my body and like have the spiritual experience. I put those music, that music on, those songs on, and I turn them up as loud as I can. And I just get up and I dance and I move my body. And that's like such self-care for me. Um, So that's another thing you can do. So making sure you are taking care of yourself. Um, Another way we can use this time is to be in nature, taking walks, going for hikes. Um, When it's a little nicer out um, with social distancing, kayaking, if you have kayaks, um, exploring outside, just sitting on your back porch if you have one, Um, all these different things we can do um, and stay connected to nature. Uh, Be in your garden. If you have a garden, plant your plants, all that stuff. So it really depends on where you live and what you have access to. Um, But don't forget that there is outside and um, just make sure you're still staying within like six feet uh, away from people. Um, Another thing too is learning new skills. I think this is something I'm really excited about because I'm such a nerd. Um, But I want to learn new skills. So I'm going to like study new things. I've been studying astrology for the past, I think like seven months or so. And I plan to continue to do that. Um, and you can like teach yourself how to draw. You can do, learn a language. You can take a class. There's like all these Ivy league schools are giving away free online courses. Um, there's so many things that we can do right now to teach ourselves new skills. And that's exciting. It's creative. Um, it's, it's going to keep you occupied and it's going to stimulate your brain, which is really important right now. Um, another thing you can do is start projects you've been putting off. Anyone else here a procrastinator? Cause me, I am, um, starting projects. So maybe you have like stuff around your house you want to do. Maybe you want to go through your closet. Maybe you want to, um, maybe you have creative projects or um, paintings you've wanted to do, all these different things, you now have time to do them. So consider that. And then you can feel productive, even though you don't need to be productive right now. And that's totally valid as well. Um, I think that's all I have for like, oh, okay. So um, this is like going to be my final tip for this time. Um, and it might be a little bit longer just because I think it's so important and um, I'll be right back to talk about that. Alrighty. So um, the last thing I want to discuss is staying connected. Um, what a beautiful time where we have all of this technology to keep people connected. Um, this is a time when we can reconnect with ourselves um, and those around us. So Connecting with yourself and reconnecting with yourself, depending on your situation, is so crucial. And like I said earlier, this is a great time just to be, just to be present, just to be us. So it's a great time to um, really tune into your body, really tune into your situation at hand, um, and really just begin to heal and um, notice and accept and like all these different things. Um, reevaluate your values, reevaluate, um, the people in your life, um, reevaluate everything. 
um, this is the time to do that. But also staying connected with the people around us. So whether you have roommates, whether you have a partner or partners you're living with, whether you're living with your family, children, whatever it is, this is a great time to connect with those people if you have those people around you. Um, Yes, are they going to be pain in your ass for a lot of the time, probably, but it's such a good time to really focus on each other and really give that quality time to each other um, if it's healthy. Uh, But also staying connected with our friends and our loved ones and our families with video chat. Zoom is an amazing, amazing thing that you can use and you can have so many people in that chat room. Um, You can also, Facebook Messenger has a like FaceTime, like video chat option. Um, If you have an iPhone, you can FaceTime people. Um, Calling people on the phone. I know most of us are afraid to do that or don't like it. Um, But oh my gosh, last week, an all day to myself um, by myself. And it was like the first kind of like point where this was like reality to me. Like Adrian was at work and I literally was home all day by myself. And um, I was feeling kind of lonely and like sad and like, and that was when a lot of my mental health stuff that I shared earlier was coming to fruition. And I was like really hard on myself. Um, Two of my really amazing friends, uh, called me and we like did a three-way call. I was like, shit, I feel like I'm in freaking elementary school, like uh, middle school again. And it was so good. And I like my mood just went from like 20% to like 95%. It was so amazing just being on the phone with them. I didn't even see their face, but just talking to them and being there with them. It was so good. Um, also later that day, I like talked on the phone with another friend of mine and we also ended up video chatting too. And it was so much fun. And I just like felt like I was there hanging out with him and I didn't feel as alone. So making sure you are utilizing this amazing technology we have, you can even write letters, um, the OCD tendencies that I have is like, I'm a little nervous about that because, COVID could obviously get on things. Um, So that could be a little bit sketchier. um, But as long as you're taking care of yourself and making sure you're you're paying attention to that stuff, like writing letters to each other could be really fun, Um, like pen pals, stuff like that. Um, Just like reaching out to people you haven't talked to in a while, seeing how they're doing, making sure you're calling your grandparents or um, parents if it's healthy and safe for you, stuff like that. So it's just like making sure we are really like, and I, I don't know, like I, and I, I can attest to this, like that sounds great and all. And like that one day it made me feel so freaking good. But like ever since then, I haven't I haven't really video chatted with anyone and I haven't really talked to anyone on the phone and like I really want to, but then I'll put it off and I don't know why, but I feel like we, we can get excited about things and we know it's good for us and we can like not do it. (laughs) Um, who can relate to that? Probably everyone. Um, but it's so important right now to just get out of our comfort zone. Like maybe talking on the phone isn't your favorite thing ever and like you're terrified of it. Um, or video chatting with someone, you're just like so nervous. Like this is a person that maybe you don't fully feel comfortable 
um, video chatting usually. Um, but like, it'd be so fun, um, to do it and maybe just talk on the phone to start. And if you're more comfortable, it'll be great. But like my one friend I was, um, video chatting with last week, he's never seen me without makeup and I had no freaking makeup on because I'm just home alone all day. And I was just like, so embarrassed. I'm like, Oh God, you're seeing me without makeup for the first time. This is weird. (laughs) And he's like, you're acting like I've never seen you before. I'm like, you haven't like this. Um, so just being okay, being you and vulnerable. And if you got to do all your makeup before you video chat with someone, do it. If I video chat with them again, I'll probably do my makeup. Not going to lie. Um, just so I'm more comfortable. (laughs) So, um, it's just so important to stay connected. And that means with yourself and the people around you, um, whether that's in person or not at this moment. Um, so yeah, hopefully this helps. Um, I know like, I just once again, want to reiterate, like whatever you're feeling right now is valid as fuck. Um, unless you're being an asshole. Sorry. I just got to say a lot of people are being an asshole right now and they're not taking any of this seriously. And, um, it's really frustrating because something like this is not gonna like, it's being pushed off even further because people aren't taking it seriously. So, um, if your feelings are, this is stupid, I don't want to listen to anything, then your feelings aren't valid. <laughs> no, I'm, well, I mean, maybe I'm not kidding. We'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, like this is a hard time. This is difficult. This is so different than what most of us have ever experienced before. So it's alarming. It's traumatic. It's lonely. And isolation is intense. Once again, people use it for punishment. It's not something that's inherently good. So the fact that we are forced into this isolation is going to take a toll on us. And it's so important for us to prioritize self-care right now. And I know self-care has turned into like this buzzword, these buzzwords. But seriously, though, whatever you want to call it, I'm calling it self-care because it's easy. Um, This is the time to take care of yourself. This is the time to take care of the people around you if that's healthy for you. Um, But yourself first. And yeah, we're going to get through this. We really will. It's going to be okay eventually. Um, And just know you are so, so, so not alone in this. Um, and I know I already talked about this, but our Facebook group is so amazing. Um, and I really recommend you joining, especially right now, if you're not in it, Generation Sexies on Facebook with three X's. Um, you just kind of verify if you're 18 or older, but if you're feeling lonely, this is an amazing support system to connect to. Um, and I also like, I already know I talked about this too, but I don't have a job right now. Um, and every single time you listen to one of my podcast episodes, I'm getting a couple cents per listen. So please share this podcast with other people. Um, because I would so appreciate it. Any money is okay. Even if it's like two cents. Um, so if you can share with your family and friends, um, I do plan on continuing to build content and hopefully getting some guests where I can video chat with them or call them on the phone and get their information in here. 
please share the podcast with other people, family, friends, all that stuff. Um, also, I know I already talked about Patreon, but Patreon is probably the best way you can support me um, in this adventure. I do the Slut Diaries, which is so much fun um, and just exciting and awesome. So uh, you can support me by doing five, $10, $25, or $50 level. It's per month and you can cancel at any time. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much. Also, if you are just a generous person, I feel like so lame doing this, but yo, it's the times, you know, um, uh, my Venmo is Hannah, H-A-N-N-A dash Newman, N-E-U-M-A-N-N. If you want to just give me like two dollars. I don't know. Um, or if you're feeling generous, that's another way you can support me. And my cash app is graybabe um, at G-R-E-Y-Y-B-A-B-E. Um, yeah. So now the awkward part's over. Sorry about that. Um, but gotta do what you gotta do. I really, really, really am sending you so much love during this really difficult time. If you need any support, anything like that. If I'm feeling up to it and you reach out, I will totally reach back um, when I'm feeling okay too. Um, But yeah, please don't hesitate to reach out at all if you need any support. Uh, And also at the end of the day, the group is so amazing. I'm telling you the Facebook group is awesome. And if you needed support, there are 530 people in there who I'm sure would love to help you. Um, And last but not least, if you want to contact me, you can uh, find me on Facebook at Hannah Gray, H-A-N-N-A-G-R-E-Y, Instagram, the Sensual Nonconformist. We also have an Instagram, Generation Sex Podcast, two X's for that. Um, And you can also email me at generationsexpodcast at gmail.com. So thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Bye.